This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, I'm sitting with my buddy, Tony. What's up, Tony? What's up, homie? Uh, it's going to be another good uh, Thursday sitting here with uh, our good friend, Ten. Tim Fisk, Mr. Tim, Tim Fisk. Fisk. So no. today, yes, yeah, so today we're doing another, I don't want to say another as in a negative, but you know, we're doing another 10 minutes with Tim. Um, we've gotten such amazing responses from our DMs and emails, um, just how people really dig what, uh, the Tim Fisk experience and, and, yeah, just, and how much they have to give. And then a short 10 minutes or more, uh, <laughs> uh, more. you know, he gives so much value. Yeah, that's it, right? So what he's, yeah, I mean, he's, it's worth its weight in gold. I mean, it, what he's telling you uh, is going to help you uh, really change your game. That's yeah. it, right? You know, listen to Tim and change your career. I that's love right. that. I mean, listen, we're the idiots here, so let's bring them in. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Mr. Tim Fisk, welcome to 10 Minutes with Tim. Hey, guys. How you doing? It's awesome. So huh? Yeah. How's it going? Awesome. Good. Uh, excited sitting here with you again. So I, can, I got my pen and paper out, and uh, I'm ready to learn. Awesome. That's great. I just got back from Austin and uh, was doing a little social media training down there. And uh, feeling really pumped about social media today in particular. So excited to talk. Awesome. To you guys. I mean, then we got perfect timing for him, didn't we? Yep. That's awesome. So what are we talking about, Tim? Yeah, I want to talk about uh, social media for salon owners, because I think, you know, they're sometimes forgotten in the learning. And I would love to speak directly to them today, if that's cool with you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Shoot. We. Yeah, we're always hearing, you know, I'm hearing from salon owners all the time, you know, their, their pain points are like, I don't have time to chase down content. I don't have time to create it. I don't know what to create or, you know, my staff aren't taking good photos or, you know, the one that I really kind of gets me going is I don't want my staff to have access to our guests. These are salon Ooh. guests and I don't want them following my staff. Yeah, that's a big one, right? You, we see that on the forums all the time about, you know, salon owners questioning whether, um, you know, how, how they position, position the stylist, either like have them an active member of social media or if, if the salon itself should. I think most salon owners have that type of posture. You know, when we left the salon that we were at, I mean, they certainly had that. Yeah, definitely. So anyways, let's get into it, Tim. Let's give us the goods and the goods. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think, well, what, what I think is actually that it's starting to change. And so the most progressive salon owners and the ones that are creating the culture that we're all looking to achieve in our salon companies, they're, they've stopped white knuckling it. And they've stopped white knuckling it with a lot of things, but in particular around social media, trying to control whether or not the stylists, you know, have access to the guests via social media. And, you know, the truth of the matter is, is first of all, they can't. They can't really monitor that. There's no way for them to, to keep track or to police that in any way. So instead, what I think salon company owners need to do, and the most important thing that they should be doing is building the acumen and the engagement of their stylists on social media. As far as a social media strategy goes for owners, that's their number one to do. 
you know, just like any commission salon model, if we focus on building people for a living, whether it's building their sales, their retail sales, you know, their, their referrals, we'll build prosperity within our company and everybody wins. Yeah, that's, I mean, I love that. I love that approach as well. I mean, it's funny because where our industry is unique is that yes, we're one company, but we're also, you know, each stylist or each station is its own company within itself. And, and certainly you want the responsibility to be on those particular hairstylists to own their station as if it's a business, right? So like when it comes to referrals or when it comes to retail and, and at the end of the day, it's all about relationships. Yeah. It's a, it's a win-win situation for not only the salon owner and for the hairdresser as well. It's a mutual, uh, you know, well, they should be on the same team, right? Absolutely. You know, yeah, and it's so. going to help grow each other. Love that. As a salon company owner, that is my job, right? I always say, like, my number one job is to wake up every day and create the coolest place that I can so that nobody ever wants to leave. And then after, right after that is, how can I help? How can I help you better your best? How can I help you grow? So, you know, we have to apply that same ethos to social media. And, you know, I think really making everybody win is just defining what good looks like. So I think my second tip here for owners is like, consider having a, a very specific kind of guideline for your staff to follow. Show them what good looks like on social media in regards to this broader umbrella of the salon company brand. We want our individual stylists to identify with a brand that is uniquely them, but because we hired them, because we actually built this group of people, there's no reason why their individual brand can't fit into the broader brand that we're creating as a salon company. But we have to let them know what it looks like. So at Summit, we actually work with salon company owners through our social media division with like an owner's module. And we create a brand book for the salon company that actually has like an analysis of who the target audience is. Uh, what is our brand voice as a company? And then what kinds of, uh, social media content can you create as a service provider that if you follow our kind of brand, our brand look, then the salon company will feature you and maybe even promote you uh, through the salon company's social media channels, particularly Facebook and Instagram. That's pretty amazing, right? It is amazing. So when you talk about like a salon look, so are you saying that, that the, the onus is on the salon to be like, hey, this is, these are, this is how to do a good image, or this is how to get a good image, and this is the image that fits within our brand? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. The same way that salon companies invest in technical education around hairstyling, skin, uh, with artists and brand artists, we should be doing that same thing with our stylists around this amazing marketing tool that is social media. We should be developing, I, you know, we have to sit back as owners first and think, you know, like, what is our brand? What, what do we want to put out there on social media? Um, who is our target client? You know, where do they shop? What are their style icons? You know, what is this? Only then can we really understand exactly how to guide the, our own service providers to um, better their best on a social digital level with the guests and creating their own individual unique brand. That's strong. That is strong. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. All right. So how do we do that, sir? I mean, the, the way to do it is, you know, you just have to kind of do that exercise, figure out who your target audience is, who is your, who is your target client? What do you want your photos to look like? And just get it down on paper. You know, I mean, the, 
the best way to do it is to call Summit. I mean, first of all, <laughs> you know, we'll do that shameless for you. Plug. We'll walk you through that. But, you know, yeah, shameless plug. But in lieu of that, honestly, I mean, you, you can just, you know, for a minute, just get it down. Get your thoughts down on paper. Most salon company owners have such a strong vision about so many things in their salon, but they don't take the time to formulate it to get it down and then to articulate it to their staff. And I see that step being skipped over and over and then the salon company owners going right to frustration with their staff for not doing things the way that they would want it to be done. And my question to them is like, well, when's the last time you told them how you wanted it to be done? That's a question that needs to be answered, isn't it? (laughs) You have to tell them over and over and over again. I'm sorry, that's part of your job. You know, you're not just going to be able to tell them once. I say lather, rinse, repeat, lather, rinse, Mm -hmm. repeat on everything and in particular your vision. And so just get that down on paper, post it on like a a private Facebook group just for your staff, give them something to reference. um, And then, you know, celebrate when they're doing a really great job, when they get great engagement and, you know, call it out for what it is. That's what's going to promote the behavior, the online behavior that you're looking for your staff. Excellent. And and also, I guess if, if you're a salon owner and you're behind the chair as well, well, is you have to live it as well. Now you're talking, right? So, you know, we can't just uh, expect our young stylists who are already proficient and prolific on Instagram and Facebook to be the ones carrying all of this uh, for the salon company. Every single person has to come to the table in their own way that's meaningful. And in particular, the salon company owner has to have the willingness to get on that bridge, that rickety bridge and get scared and and try something new. Otherwise, how can they expect their team to do it? Yeah, because you're the leader, you're the the shepherd, they're going to follow you and and if you're not doing it, you can't, it's hard for you to hold their feet to the fire. Number one, we, we've kind of let go of the wheel a little bit and we're going to put this in the hands of our stylists because we trust them and we love them. And we know they're going to do a great job and we believe in their, their brands, right? Number two, we're going to tell them what good looks like. We're going to sit down for a minute and we're going to think about, you know, what do we want our salon company brand to be? Then we're going to find a way to articulate that to our staff. Once we've done those two things, we now have ourselves set up for success in tackling kind of the day-to-day work of um, populating and executing a social media brand for the salon company itself. Boom. Because at the end of the day, now we have to post on Facebook and Instagram as a salon company. Tim, you're in a lot of salons as a summit coach. Um, What what are some things that um, salons have done that uh, you have found useful in this? You know, um, like a lookbook or, 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 or... What have you seen that's that's successful? Yeah, so in so much as like, how do we then tackle this idea of populating the social media platforms for the salon company in general? One of the great things that you can use, uh, free tools, and there's a bunch of them, um, is some sort of content management platform. So the one that we teach at Summit is Hootsuite. Um, but there are many others. And Hootsuite is used by individuals, but can also be used by companies. Um, and Hootsuite is just a content management platform where you can actually schedule posts, even schedule posts on Instagram, which is awesome because you can't do that directly through the Instagram app, but you can do it through a content management platform like Hootsuite. And that's H-O-O-T, like an owl, Mm -hmm. suite, like a salon suite, Hootsuite. And um, I think, you know, what you do is you end up actually mining the content from your staff including the language, right? Including the descriptors of the posts. And you just go ahead and it's almost like just reposting that content right to your social media for the salon company, right from their 
individual social media. And the caveat is as long as they are following the guidelines articulated in your brand book, you will then share that content and promote it on your social media. So do you, um, do you suggest that there's like a, a, in a, in a, in a salon um, company that there is a, like a social media manager who's going to manage that or who's going to, you know, be responsible for, for putting that stuff up or, that's a great that's a great question and there's no one answer for any for all salon companies right because everybody's in a different place i know some salon company owners that are super busy behind the chair they're like rock star salon company owners and they just happen to love doing this so that's something that brings joy and they're going to do that but there are some people who really could use um, some help and you know what i love to promote in salon companies it's like let's find as many leadership opportunities as we can. Let's, let's build an army of leaders within our own salon. So like the idea of giving this to somebody um, on your staff to do, I think would be incredible. And um, giving them the opportunity to lead that charge, as long as you're super clear on what the, the brand book looks like and the guidelines, the style guide is, so that they know how to succeed because we wanna give something to our team that they can, they can win at. We want to claim victory and then that will build the momentum around it. I mean, going back to the very first thing you said, I mean, how does that not create that culture that you want? Exactly. You know? Exactly. I mean, you might have somebody that, uh, you know, just gravitates towards social media and this is the thing, right? This is the thing in the salon that they know that they can contribute to. And so giving it to them, I mean, will do wonders for kind of deepening their engagement with your company. You slid something in too that I'm not going to let you get away with, sir. But, but uh, <laughs> exactly. You said brand book and, and I love that, right? Like, like yeah. if it's a lookbook that we all have in a salon, like what if we had something in the back room that says, this is what our brand is, you know, whether it's Target or whether it's Nordstrom's, it does, there's no judgment. Just where does your brand fit? I love that idea. That's just, that, that's my big takeaway. All the best brands have it, you know, and it's always, it's an evolving thing, right? So we, with something we, we do have to revisit, you know, I don't think you have to revisit it every month, but every, you know, year, a couple of years is something that we're going to have to revisit. Like, where does our brand sit? Because we're in an industry of change. So things are going to change and best practices are going to change. But that brand book really does define like, you know, what is our company? What are words that describe our company? You know, if we were just going to throw out a bunch of words, what would they be? What, what are the words that describe our guests, our, our ideal guests? Like, who are our guests? You know, where do they shop? Where do they hang out? Like getting, getting an idea of all of those things, getting super clear on that is it's an exercise that helps you frame your vision around marketing in particular social media. I love that. Love that. Love that. Um, it's, we're going to go sideways. I'm sorry, Tim, but I have so many questions about this now. So um, would you suggest or have you suggested or, or the salons that have you been in that have done this successfully? Are they, um, it, it, does it become like an all salon meeting? And then like a powwow and a, and a brainstorm or is it just a, or, or is it just a few of the salon leaders that sit down and try to come up with this branding? No, that's a great question. And, you know, I just actually last week worked with a salon company owner. We did like a virtual session um, where we, we jumped on Zoom and we spent two hours together kind of laying the groundwork, the preliminary groundwork for their brand book. Um, but the to do was for the, for that salon company owner to take the, the draft of the brand book back to a staff meeting and then they would flesh out kind of like all the particulars about the target guest or guests because there might be more than one type of guest that comes to your salon fleshing out all of that and like kind of fleshing out exactly what the brand feel is and and then it makes like a really cool um a meeting 
for the salon, a really awesome opportunity for everybody to get together and then get that buy-in from the staff too. Because I feel like when things come down from on high, people are less likely to jump on board. But when they become part of making it, first of all, they're super invested in it going forward. And then second of all, when it comes to accountability, you can go back to them and say, hey, you know, this is something that you guys created. This is what you said good looks like. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say is, is that everybody's going to believe in it. Everybody's going to help build it and everybody uh, is invested in it. It's going to, you can't help but for it to, uh, to succeed. I, w- I would think because everybody's being accountable. Everybody wants to be accountable to it. Once again, it comes back to that word culture. Yeah. You know, it's all about culture. And you know, that's funny. A segue into the last tip that I wanted to give these owners regarding social media strategies is like, we have to make it part of the salon company culture. And I think when you're developing culture, it's not just like, that's not the same as like, these are the rules. You don't, you don't legislate culture through an employee manual, right? Culture is in how we, uh, we strive together, how we succeed and fail together, and then how we celebrate those successes together. So I think you have to make social media a part of the salon company culture by holding periodic contests for your staff, right? Where you can celebrate achievements in social media, most improved engagement or most referrals from a single post. We have a game that we play at our salon. Um, it's social media bingo. And so you can actually go online and find these, you know, you can make a, your own bingo game online for free and then print it out. And in, in all of the boxes, basically I've put what is ostensibly a monthly to-do list around social media, you know? <laughs> record a hyperlapse, do a Instagram live, do, you know, get three referrals from a post, you know, it's just all these cool things. And then everybody's playing at the same time. They're actually doing the social media. You just have to make it fun. So they're playing and competing, right? Playing, competing, winning, right? Winning the day. (laughs) That's incredible, man. That's awesome. I love that. That's Yeah. So think about how you can incorporate this into your culture at the end of the day. I love that. That's awesome. Those are some great takeaways, man. So, um, Mr. Mr. Fisk, if, uh, if someone wants to get in touch with you, how do they do that? You got to follow me on Instagram at Tim Fisk is because Tim Fisk is on Instagram <laughs> or you can find me on Facebook at Tim Fisk. So that's at Tim Fisk is, or just Tim Fisk on Facebook. Once again, Mr. Tim Fisk, thank you very much for joining us on, well, 10 minutes with Tim. Exactly. Right? 10 yep. minutes with Tim. I think we're joining him. I mean, it's named after him, right? Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for allowing us to join you in your 10 minutes, Tim. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Please do me Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, Leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. (laughs) Yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a fan out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, That's cool. I think you can find... Actually, you can. You can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease.